<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hi, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is uh, Thursday, December 22nd, 2022. It's about 3.15 in the afternoon here on the East Coast of the United States. My guest is my dear friend, who is also largely one of the more controversial people in the United States of America today, and one of the most opinionated. Alex Jones. Alex, welcome to Judging Freedom, my dear friend. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me on, and a Merry Christmas. Thank you, and a Merry Christmas to you uh, and to your enormous followers, many of whom uh, are watching now. What's wrong with America today, Alex? Well, if I go back to your show 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago on Fox, you were warning that the intelligence agencies led by the corrupt Justice Department were infiltrating society. And now with all the Twitter documents, they have come right out and, and been caught red-handed packing, not just Twitter. We know it's all the major tech companies full of Justice Department mafia who are in there making business deals for themselves, surveilling people, censoring people. I mean, really, it's what happens to every third world country. It's what happens to every great empire is the Praetorian Guard end up taking over. And, and so that's now what's happened. Confirmed election meddling, you know, confirmed surveillance and censorship, regardless of what you think about Trump or, or anybody else. This, this is completely illegal. And now it's out in the open. I'm, you, you probably saw the Fox News response uh, by the FBI, but they just said, oh, it's a conspiracy theory, uh, what people are saying. But yes, we always infiltrate businesses and companies. So I know you're an expert on this, but it's so dangerous. And this would not just make Richard Nixon blush. This would make Kim Jong-un be envious, or this would make Xi Jinping uh, be envious. This is just raging surveillance and censorship and control because it's one thing to say, well, we're violating section 230 and we're censoring. Okay. They can be stripped of that as big tech, but to have government colluding covertly as the Twitter files showed just a week ago that even the head censor at Twitter was worried what they were being asked to do was illegal. So it, it was essential to keep this secret. And now the FBI's, doing like Obi-Wan Kenobi does, where he says, there's nothing to see to here, move along. When I um, accused the uh, Obama administration of utilizing British spies to spy on then-candidate to Donald Trump, uh, and even my then-employers were not willing to back me on it, you were, and of course, it's uh, uh, it's the type of intellectual honesty and, and personal courage and loyalty that one doesn't forget. But even in those days, Alex, with all of the times we discussed this, we never imagined it would be so mainstream and so so brazen. I mean, the latest Twitter documents reveal uh, that the FBI just said to Twitter, these are the people we want you to silence so that Joe Biden uh, will beat 
uh, Donald Trump. Now, we all know under the law, the FBI can't do this. They cannot engage in any endeavor without some evidence of criminality, not their own criminality, which is what happened here because they engaged in computer hacking, but the crimes of those they're investigating. There is no crime in expressing a political opinion contrary to Joe Biden or in favor of Donald Trump, but yet these are the, these are the people that, that the FBI, acting as if they were the KGB, using either a carrot or a stick, many carrots or many sticks, twisted Twitter's arms. I, I want to know what favors the FBI and the other intelligence agencies did for Twitter and for the other big tech companies to get them to silence um, the Biden critics and the Trump supporters. Well, you hit the key here. Devin Nunes came out, former congressman, three days ago and said it's not just Twitter. Well, we know that because Obama signed that countering foreign disinformation propaganda act and then they created the Steele dossier and said anybody that opposes any issue we're engaged in, whether it be lockdowns now or forced injections or open borders or election fraud, we're calling you a Russian agent. And then this whole mechanism, not just the FBI, but the CIA and the NSA swings into function and they're just there directly attacking the American people. I mean, we, uh, obviously Elon Musk came out two days ago and said, we'll... Congressman Schiff, that's calling me a Russian traitor, call for a new Frank Church committee. Does Senator Sch or does Congressman Schiff support all this censorship? And Schiff obviously uh, didn't respond to that. But I mean, this is, you're absolutely right. We knew this was going on. You know, this was going on. Almost nobody else did. But the magnitude or the brazenness, I'm right. actually blown away. I mean, this right. is ridiculous. You, you're correct on the magnitude and the brazenness, Alex, because you and I know, and the people that follow us know, uh, that the FBI is no longer a law enforcement agency. It's now a domestic surveillance agency. And instead of fighting crime, they try to predict crime. And in order to predict crime, they have to gather as much intelligence about innocent people as they can. I'm holding up my mobile phone. This is now a tracking device. Wherever I take it, they can follow me. And the same with everybody uh, in America. Uh, it's now a surveillance device when it's within earshot of my lips, even when it's turned off, they can hear uh, the conversation that I'm having and they can download what's in here. And they do that obviously without our consent and obviously without a search warrant. Question, what do you call entering somebody else's computer without their permission and without a search warrant from a judge? Answer, computer hacking. Question, what's computer hacking? It's a felony that the FBI investigates and that the feds are supposed to prosecute. But don't hold your breath waiting for them to prosecute their own. I agree. So I would ask you what my listeners ask for this constantly. And I, I don't know the answer. What is the response to this? Because it's so big. It's so brazen. It's worse than even we thought. And then who knows what else we don't know is what's going on. How is a culture do we even respond to something like this? So the courts have made it very difficult to sue. If the FBI does this to everybody, then everybody's injuries are the same and nobody can sue. If they just targeted you or just targeted me uh, and they used that information in some way against us, we could sue. But if you're going to sue the FBI and say they're listening to me, the courts are going to say, go elect a new member of Congress who'll cut their budget. Well, that's where the FBI has the country 
by the short hairs because the FBI has dirt on members of Congress. The NSA has dirt on members of Congress. The CIA has dirt on members of Congress. And, and, and to back you up, that's come out. And, and yes. of course, the Steele yes, dossier and, and the British spies, as you said six, seven, eight years ago, it, it's all true. It's all documented. How did you know they were using British intelligence to do it? Because it's confirmed that MI6 created the whole battle plan for the FBI, which is a whole other question. What is a foreign intelligence agency doing basically creating the blueprint of domestic control in America? Imagine correct. if Xi Jinping had done that. Correct, correct. How did I know it? I had a source on the source has since uh, outed himself, and then we checked it on two other sources, which have chosen uh, not to out themselves. And then after I had the you-know-what kicked out of me by everybody uh, in the media, uh, four uh, British intelligence agents went to the Guardian of London and said that judge at Fox that everybody's dumping on is correct. Some of us did it, and some of us observed uh, our colleagues doing it. But, but you're right. When the Obama people chose to bring in a foreign intelligence uh, agency, MI6, because they didn't, they wanted the CIA to be able to, and the FBI to be able to say their uh, hands were clean. It was almost looked upon as a good thing. If Trump had brought in uh, uh, Xi Jinping or Kim Jong Un, uh, he would have been impeached uh, for it. Uh, the point is, bringing in a foreign intelligence uh, agency to spy on Americans for a political purpose ought to be a crime. Unfortunately, it's not because the people that actually entered the computer were foreigners who were outside American jurisdiction. I suppose the crime is conspiracy to computer hack, conspiracy to deny people uh, of their civil rights. So when an FBI agent calls up uh, Jack Dorsey, no longer the head of Twitter, but was, and said to Alex Jones, Judge Napolitano, so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so, you got to dial them back. You got to dial them uh, back at least until the uh, election is over. And if you don't, we'll do the following. And if you do, we won't do uh, the following. That is a conspiracy to violate the civil rights, the freedom of speech by a government agent uh, of those that they chose. How did they decide who to do this to? Politics. They wanted to get rid of Trump and they were terrified. Uh, they were terrified of Trump getting reelected. They and and, and let's elect. expand on that. Because it's not about Judge Napolitano, it's not about Alex Jones, it's about knowing who was over the target. Correct. The minute you came out and said there's an intelligence operation against Trump, a foreign group, no matter whether you like Trump or not, folks, that's illegal, that's wrong, They, you were marked for destruction. Same Correct. thing with me. I didn't know what was, I mean, I was reading documents, talking to sources, talking to DEA sources about the spy stuff that they were using as well. They had access to the NSA. Now we know Twitter was given national security clearance or executives to spy on people above top secret stuff. I mean, just crazy. The minute I was on the phone telling Trump, hey, Obama set up this countering foreign disinformation propaganda act. He put billions of dollars into this and the defense authorization. They've got stay behind networks. The minute I did that, two days later, CNN, Jones is insane, claims Trump spied on, and then the lawsuit started, and the right. attacks, and the disinfo, and I had the whole apparatus come after me, which really shows how weak they are, that a judge on Fox, very popular, but telling the truth, they had to destroy you, or try to, or me, it, it, it just shows how illegal it is. So here's my question to you. What are they going to do now that the whole thing's coming out, and 
people are really incensed because I saw the FBI statement, uh, you know, today, like, oh, it's no big deal. We always do this. Who cares? Conspiracy well, theorists. There are, I don't there, see that holding water. There are 16 uh, Republican state attorneys general who fomented all of this coming out by suing Twitter and, and Google and the other big tech before a federal judge in New Orleans. This, this federal judge will not be intimidated by big tech, and it is in the discovery in that case uh, that uh, emails came out showing the communication between DHS uh, and uh, Facebook uh, and uh, Jack Dorsey and his folks uh, and the FBI. So all of this is before a federal judge and will be before uh, a jury. So there's two ways this can end. It can end with these big tech companies being made to pay huge amounts of money to those whose rights they violated. Probably won't happen. But it could also end with the First Amendment being applied to big tech. So right now, Twitter can ban me if they don't like what I say, just like they banned you, based on the content of speech. The feds cannot punish us because of the content of our speech because the First Amendment prohibits it. But if Twitter does the bidding of the federal government and it gets before a court, as it is in New Orleans, then the court can impose the restrictions of the federal government on Twitter and on Facebook and on Google, which would prevent them from punishing people because of the content of their speech. They will lose their immunity because of that. That will be devastating for them, and it will be liberating for the rest of us. They will have cooked their own goose, Alex. They never thought they'd get caught. And as for these FBI agent, agents and these D, um, DHS uh, agents, you know, probably nothing will happen to them unless and until there's a Republican in the White House who will fire them and have them prosecuted for conspiracy to violate the civil rights of Americans who were nothing, doing nothing more than expressing their opinions about Joe Biden and Donald Trump. I know this is your show, but you're more of an expert on me than this 10 times. I'm just a lay person. <laughs> Alex, you can serious. ask me questions all day. <laughs> okay. I'm not a lawyer or a judge like you, but it seems to me so in the Constitutional Bill of Rights that if they're illegally doing all of this and, 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 and they've been caught doing it and they're continuing to do it, Obviously, we can have the federal government go after them, but we only have some judges. What is the role of the states? Because you mentioned this kind of started with attorney generals at the states. So what else could be done to kind of unravel this and stop this? Um, very little, unless we can change members of Congress. Look, if everybody in the House were like Thomas Massey and everybody in the Senate were like Rand Paul, uh, we could deny their budgets and they'd go out of business. Their employees wouldn't get uh, paychecks. But Paul and Massey are exceptions. Uh, much of this is political and coercive. The political is uh, members of Congress want to give away money. The coercive is the intelligence community has dirt on members of Congress, not on Rand Paul or on, on Thomas Massey. I don't think there is any dirt for them to have, but, but they have enough dirt on enough people to assure that their budgets just keep getting increased. You know, I used to debate uh, my friend Stuart Varney uh, on Fox Business every morning. It was, it was a, a, one of the highlights of my day when I was there. And he would look at me and say, you know, we Brits lost the right to privacy generations ago. You Americans have lost the right to privacy and you don't know it. And I would say he was wrong. He's right. 
we have lost the right to privacy and we don't know it. The courts won't uphold it. The Congress won't, uh, won't uphold it. The state legislatures won't uphold it because now, at least here in New Jersey, the state law enforcement begins to mimic the federal law enforcement when it comes to spying and getting inside. Absolutely. Uh, the That's the problem. And it just gets worse Let me worse ask you this worse. then. Let me ask you this. If the deep state gets away with this, if we don't stop it, at the historical projection, we know where this goes. I mean, already where we are is pretty far in the tyranny trajectory, Judge. What happens next if we don't reverse this? I mean, it's just crazy. Well, I don't know how it ends. I, I have been saying in the past couple of years, at least since I left Fox, that I think the federal government, maybe not in my lifetime, but perhaps in yours, Alex, and, and of your children's, uh, will collapse. Uh, it won't be able to pay its bills. Nobody will work for it. Its money uh, will be worthless. People will say enough with uh, co constant war and constant. That's what I think. I think it's like the collapse of the Soviet Union. Yes. And I think I, I think it'll be quicker than you quicker than you're saying. Well, we will break off into various republics. Unfortunately, in the Northeast, it'll be the People's Republic. But where you are in Texas uh, and in Florida, so the Southwest and the Southeast will be. Uh, republics of relative personal freedom and low taxation. The Northeast, uh, New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, this crowd uh, up here will be even worse uh, than it is now. But Chuck Schumer will be gone. Nancy Pelosi will be gone. Kevin McCarthy uh, will be gone. The dollar uh, will be gone. The states will issue, as they once did before the war between the states, the states will issue their own uh, cash. It'll be backed by uh, gold and silver. And it'll almost be like starting all over again. Jefferson said that the only way to prevent the government from continually growing is to have a nonviolent revolution once in every generation, at the time once every 19 years, so that we re-examine the government and re-examine whether it stays uh, within the confines of the Constitution. We, we, all know, we all know that it hasn't. While we've been on air, the Senate has voted to approve a $1.7 trillion uh, boondoggle uh, <laughs> expenditure uh, with support from Republicans. I've been arguing for years, when it comes to the continual growth of the government, the Republicans are no worse than and just as bad as the Democrats. What do you I say? I agree with that. And, and, and my only question is, what do we do to try to fix this? Because I look at the people selling things out and I look at the different global powerful forces that are involved and I see how the UN and the big corporations behind it, the WEF, literally call the shots and admit they penetrated the cabinets and admit that corporate world government's here. And then even for their average minion, it's not going to make their life better. Why would people give over their checks and balances or their basic rights in the short term, believing it's going to make their life better when we can see as we give up our liberties, things get worse. They don't get better. This There's is, got to be some point where people have an epiphany. This is an inherent defect in democracy. Majority rule produces the redistribution of wealth to the larger, largest numerical crowd. Even Alexander Hamilton, the father of big government, agreed with Thomas Jefferson when the public learns that the federal treasury is a public trough, they will send to Washington only those who promise to bring, bring home the biggest piece of the pie. You know, of this 1.7 uh, trillion, uh, 800 
billion of it goes to the Department of Defense. Alex, you know we have 900 military installations around the world outside the U.S., so a couple hundred billion to fund that. $755 billion on non-discretionary spending. So that doesn't include Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, and all the other uh, wealth transfers. The government has written laws that prevent it from changing those things. It has to fund all those things first. The $850 billion to the Department of Defense is larger than the next 12 nations' defense budgets combined, and that, of course... <laughs> Includes Russia and China. So well, I said anything. About- I mean, I, I, I mean, I know you're being conservative to say, you know, in your lifetime, probably not. My lifetime, maybe my my kids' lifetime, probably. I don't see how this can go any further. Biden doesn't know where he is. They're all stumbling around. He got Zelensky in a military outfit. I'm not for the Russians either, but good lord, he banned the Orthodox Church. He banned all political parties, including allied parties. He has. One national censor they put on TV arresting people because they criticize the war on social media and they beat him up in front of their families. I mean, Zelensky is a dictator. And then you've got Putin doubling down, who's out of control. And then I sit here and I look at this. It's it's one thing to support a war. And it's, it, it's dangerous enough with nuclear weapons. Even Henry Kissinger said this has got to end. The Pope said it better end for about, you know, or on sure. the edge of nuclear war. And then I see by Republicans and Democrats in the leadership, like a vitriol, like they are at a rock concert, like they are at a homecoming high school football game. It's so funny. It's so cute. And there's a dude in fatigues in front of Congress saying, give me unlimited money. And the U S is greenlit cruise missile strikes inside Russia. And I'm just looking at this saying, this is like a hallucination or something. Well, it's the beginning of world war three. Uh, And it's controlled by the crowd around Joe Biden, who are globalists and nationalists who believe that the worst person in the world uh, is Vladimir Putin. And this is their chance to uh, get rid of them. Joe Biden only asked for 37 billion only this thing that they voted on this afternoon while you and I are on air is 45 billion. It's eight billion more than he even asked for. And Zelensky said it's not enough. Correct. And it gives Joe Biden total discretion, Alex. He can send it over there as cash. He can send it over there as new military equipment. He can send it over there as old. Oh, that's the best part. Exactly. They tried to pass a law, as you know, for listeners that may not or viewers. No one's allowed to review the money. Correct. Again, again, Rand Paul and Thomas Massey introduced the same legislation. Senator Paul in the Senate, Congressman Massey in the House to have an inspector general determine where the money goes and where the equipment goes. Guess what? Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi would not even let those amendments come to the floor for a vote because they are participants in this corruption. And now they got, they're, they're parading out Dave Petraeus, General Petraeus, who once had the support of the American people. He's now a, 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 a political hack arguing that Putin's going to lose. He can't win. But, and uh, Zelensky is a, is a great human being. He's the greatest person on the planet. We have to give him all the money he wants, and we'll get rid of Putin once and for all. He's totally, totally deranged. And, this and again, is I wish Putin would go away and, uh, to stop this, but he's not. Anybody that studied history knows the Russians are about to launch a counteroffensive 
or another strikeout of Belarus from the north. They're they're going to double down. They're not going to give up, and this just leads to total destruction. I mean, this is insane. Alex, we have to go. If you have one message at Christmas time for the American people, the people watching you now are the same cultural, ideological, freedom-loving, small government, get the government out of my face mentality as those who watch you. What would you say to them, Alex? Well, it's this. Everybody knows I'm famous for talking over people on my own show or when I'm their guest, but I've listened to Judge Napolitano because he's so dead on. Support his show. Promote this link. And, and please know we're still on air. We're under attack. We're still on air. Infowars.com, band.video. Great guest. Please come on my show uh, as soon as you can, sir. And I really appreciate you. We've got my book, uh, The Great Reset and the War for the World, that exposes these big corporate influences that actually are controlling our government to try to expose that. There's a lot of people waking up to the Great Reset and the WEF. So the book is very important. It went to number one on the charts in the last few months. And it's a great thing to educate your friends and your family. And I just hope that everybody continues to pray for peace uh, and just have some type of sanity. Judge, thank you so much for the time. Uh, Alex, I'm looking at my calendar because you and I are scheduled on January 20th, 2023, for me to be right there in your studio in Austin, Texas, and I can't wait. It's my late Christmas present. <laughs> You're coming to town. We got to go to dinner too. We had lunch once in New York, but it's, it's great. But come on, like a week before for thirty minutes as a as as a pre as a prelude that you're coming here. You got it, Alex. Merry Christmas to you and your family. You too. God bless, Judge Napolitano. Wow, it was fabulous, Judge Napolitano, for judging freedom. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.